What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews, exclusively here as always on the Costa D18 Studios channel. I, of course, am your host, the Renegade JJ Williams, and today we're going to return to the story of Karis, the Mummy, and we go to 1944's The Mummy's Ghost, starring Lon Chaney Jr., back in the role of Karis, John Carradine, Robert Lowry, Ramsey Ames, Barton McLean, George Zuko, Frank Riker, Harry Shannon, and Claire Whitney. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me here once again for another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews. And like I said in the top of the show, today we're going to return back to the story of Karis, the Mummy, and Lon Chaney Jr.'s second outing as Karis in The Mummy's Ghost. Now, as our movie opens, and Doheb, the aging high priest of Arkham, has summoned for Yusuf Bey to come to the Temple of Arkham in order to pass on the duties of the high priest. Meanwhile, back in Mapleton, Massachusetts, Professor Matthew Norman, who had examined one of Karis's missing bandage pieces during the mummy's last spree through Mapleton also explains the legends of the priests of Arkham and Karis to his history class, who are much less believing in the tales. After the lecture ends, one of the students, Tom Hervey, meets up with his girlfriend, Amina Mansori, a beautiful woman of Egyptian descent. However, a strange clouded feeling in her mind seems to occur whenever the subject of Egypt is mentioned. Back in Egypt, and Doheb informs Yusef Bey that Karis still lives and that Yusef's mission is to retrieve Karis and the body of the Princess Anaka and return them to their rightful place in Egypt. Yusef Bey pledges his devotion before Andoheb explains that during each full moon, Yusef Bey is to brew the fluid from nine tana leaves. Karis will sense this and find the leaves wherever they are. On performing the ceremony, Karis heads towards them, but passes the home of Amina, who follows Karis in a trance-like state. Karis arrives at the house of Professor Norman, strangles him, and drinks the fluid of the Tana leaves. Amina sees Karis, which snaps her out of her trance and causes her to faint and forms a strange new birthmark on her wrist. The next morning, the sheriff and the coroner discover a strange mold around the dead professor's throat, a sign that they both know to mean that the mummy stalks Mapleton once again. Later, Yusuf Bey, who has now arrived in Mapleton, calls on Amun-Ra, to aid him in his quest 
and begins to brew the tana leaves in order to summon Karas. Karas heads toward him, killing a farmer along the way. The sheriff soon arrives on the scene and organizes a search party. The next day, at the Scripps Museum, Yusef Bey emerges after hours from a hiding place as Karas breaks into the museum. Karas attempts to touch the mummified body of Princess Anaka, but it disintegrates. Yusef Bey realizes that Anaka's soul has been reincarnated into another form as Karas begins destroying the exhibit, killing the museum's security guard. Police Inspector Walgreen and Dr. Ayad arrive later and decide to use the tana leaves to attract and trap Karas in a pit. Meanwhile, Amina disregards the sheriff's warning and decides to elope with Tom in New York. The two make plans to leave early the next morning, and Yusuf calls upon Amin-Ra to lead him to the new home of Anaka's soul, and then sends Karis in that direction. As Inspector Walgreen sets the trap for Karis, Karis immediately heads towards the Norman home. Amina is awakened by his approach and hypnotically wanders into the yard where Karis recognizes her as the carrier of Princess Anaka's soul. Amina faints as Karis carries her away. Amina's guardian, Miss Blake, phones Tom and tells her story to Inspector Walgreen, Sheriff Elwood, and a large group of volunteers. Karis arrives at the mill and presents Amina to Yusef Bey. Yusef Bey recognizes the birthmark as the symbol of the priests of Arkham. Amina awakens, and the priest informs her that she is the reincarnation of Princess Anaka. Yusef Bey then falls for Amina's beauty and desires to keep her alive as his bride with the Tana leaves. This plan outrages Karis, leading to a fight where Bey falls out of a window into his death. Tom enters, and after failing to stop Karis, finds him leaving with Amina. As our movie ends, a mob pursues Karis into a swamp where both him and the rapidly aging Amina sink. Maybe it's just me, but I found myself enjoying The Mummy's Ghost a lot more than I enjoyed The Mummy's Tomb, the previous installment. I think the whole reincarnation of the soul of Anaka into Amina, I think really helped draw me in a little bit more. As you remember, there is a little bit of that similarly going on in the 90s and early 2000s mummy films as well, with the reincarnation of the soul of Anaxunamun with Imhotep. So 
I think that may be part of why this story and this film captivated me a little bit more. I also found Lon Chaney Jr.'s chorus to be a little bit more entertaining. I'm not sure if that's the right word, but if you recall, I mentioned how stiff he was in the last installment, and I get it's a mummy. He's not supposed to be eccentric and flamboyant and have all this mobility and everything. You're going to be a little bit stiffed when you're wrapped in bandages. But I felt this time around he had a little bit more character to him and a little bit more sympathetic of vibe, especially when Yusef Bey is getting ready to basically steal his soulmate from him because Karis has been looking for Princess Anaka through all these films and he's finally found her reincarnated in Amina's body and Yusuf wants to take that from him and Yusuf wants Amina to become his bride and forget about Karis you're already dead you're a mummy she's living again in this new body she can be mine so kind of feel a little bit of a sympathetic vibe for Karis in this film and I kind of like that you know he still went on his rampage. He still eliminated the people that he needed to eliminate. But he he was more sympathetic. He had slightly more personality this time around as opposed to the mummies too. So I enjoyed that part of it. I'm curious to know what you guys thought of the mummy's ghost. Those of you that have seen it. Let me know. When it comes to my review of it, I I still don't think it's... The Mummy has been the weakest franchise I've had to cover so far, if I'm being completely honest. But I personally feel that this one was good, and I'll give it three and a half out of five stars. It's definitely one that I wouldn't mind going back, re-watching, revisiting from time to time, as I did enjoy this one. One of the things that had me scratching my head, though, was in the beginning of the last film, and Doheb dies. Yet at the beginning of this film, he's back alive, re-imparting the knowledge to Yusef Bey, and then he passes away again. Like, what the heck? That, that kind of caught me off guard. Wasn't really sure what to think about that. If anybody can explain it to me, Please, if you're watching the premiere, tell me over here. If you're watching on demand later in the day, explain it to me down here. But I, I don't get how Endoheb died in the mummy's tomb, but he's back alive here in the mummy's ghost. But three and a half out of five stars for me. Again, what do you guys think? If you're watching the premiere, tell me your ratings and your thoughts on the film over here. If you're watching on demand later in the day, let me know. Leave your thoughts and comments down here. Whatever you do, though, when you get out there on social media, let's try to get those hashtags trending. Hashtag Casa D18 Studios. Hashtag Renegades Reviews. Hashtag Renegade Returns. And, of course, the ever-popular hashtag 
shenanigans. Merchandising. Merchandising? What's that? Merchandising. Come, I'll show you. Merchandising, merchandising, where the real money's made. Make sure you guys tune in tomorrow, right back here on the Casa D18 Studios channel for another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews. When we have our next monster mashup, if you will, in 1945's House of Frankenstein, starring Boris Karloff, not as the monster, but in another role. Lon Chaney Jr. in the role of the Wolfman. John Carradine stepping into the role of Dracula. Glenn Strange in his first appearance of three as Frankenstein's monster, along with J. Carol Nash, Anne Gwynn, Lionel Atwell, George Zuko, Peter Coe, and Sig Ruman. You're not going to want to miss out on that one tomorrow. Right back here on the Casa D18 Studios channel. Right back here on an all-new Renegades Reviews. When we take a look at the second Monster Mash film, House of Frankenstein. To all my loyal fans and viewers out there, tuning in for the premiere, leaving your thoughts and comments over here. Thank you very much. I greatly appreciate each and every one of you. Likewise, all my loyal fans and viewers out there, tuning in a little bit later in the day, watching on demand, leaving your thoughts and comments down here. Thank you very much. I appreciate each and every one of you. I appreciate all my loyal fans and viewers that tune in on a regular basis. Show me that love. Show me that support. Going back in the archives, digging up those old episodes of Renegade Wrestling, Dads on Wrestling, After the Bell with Jeff Meacham, Stat Boys Rants, the old audio version of Renegades Reviews, watching and listening to those old videos in an effort to help boost up my viewership hours so I can eventually get monetized, make some money on this endeavor. Thank you to each and every one of you that tuned in and joined me today, and I will see you guys next time.